I'm Lights Camera Jackson, and this is the LCJ Q&A Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well. The Loud House. We have had some people from the show on the podcast before. This show is a phenomenon. The community is huge. And now, everybody, get ready for the Loud House movie. It is on Netflix this Friday, August 20th. And joining me now, director Dave Needham. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you, Jackson. It's great to meet you. Nice to be here. Yeah, nice to meet you as well. And just before we started this, you told me I'm your first interview for the movie. So this is awesome. I get to ask you all the questions before anybody else. This is great. <laughs> that's that's 100% correct. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump right into you and your career. How did you go from working as a story artist on some big DreamWorks animated movies and Warner Brothers films like Boss Baby and Trolls and Lego Batman and Smallfoot to now coming into the Loud House world and making this your directorial feature debut? Well, it's been a long journey, I'll tell you that. I, I've worked in animation for about 20 years and uh, the first 10 years was all TV in the UK mostly. I was an art director, I've been a character designer, I moved on to story worked in development. And then when I moved to the States 10 years ago, I worked exclusively in features as a story artist and was lucky enough to work on some of those movies you just mentioned. And all of them have formed an experience that it's every step of the way, you know, you learn something more. I was head of story on Smallfoot and from there made the still significantly large step into directing my first feature, which honestly, it's, it's the most fun you can ever have. I love this job. I'm so glad. Yeah, what a career you've had. All those movies did so well. And now I think this Loud House movie is going to be so popular for everybody on Netflix. So you're jumping into this universe. How did you study and prepare? How did you study the Loud House show and all of its characters going into this? <laughs> I had a cheat sheet with everyone's name and, and picture on my screen. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of characters in this. You know, there's there's 13 main characters and you often end up with all of them in shot at the same time. I mean, I prepared by just watching the show a lot and sort of understanding what the influences were of the show. There's obviously like, um, it's biting on a lot of things uh, from Peanuts and, and Charles Schultz and things like that. But I wanted to take that and use it as a great starting point and then elevate it and make it more cinematic without losing any of that flavor. It's, uh, it's a balancing act. Hey, you're able to make it happen with the balancing act of all the characters. And, and especially in this opening section of the movie, which I don't want to give away completely, but it's it's a uh, everyone going somewhere, getting together, getting from one place to another. How did you organize that sequence? Because it is something. <laughs> well, I had the help of some people from the show and some people that I've worked with in features before. And it was a really great blend of uh, people that we could call on for that experience of which sister would say this or who would do that. And the, the, the sort of people that worked on musicals before, because let's not forget, this is a, a musical as well. Yeah. It has a lot of song sequences in it. I just tried to put myself in the mind of the audience. So what I wanted to do from the very start was to think of the two types of audience we've got. We've got the existing audience, um, Loud House fans, mm. and then you've got to have a whole new audience, hopefully with it going on to Netflix. So the opening sequences were very much like bringing everyone up to speed with who everyone was and how they got together and what their role in the family might be, but giving new stuff to existing fans as well. <laughs> so there's lots of little Easter eggs in, in every sequence. Definitely, and the family goes to Scotland. Now, what made you decide on Scotland as the primary location for the Loud House movie? You know, I think it was uh, when I joined the team, there was already Chris Viscardi, Mike Rubiner, who's the showrunner uh, mm -hmm. of the Loud House, and uh, 
Kevin Sullivan, who's a writer, head writer on the show, is writing the movie. And about three weeks into the job, I was like, wait a minute, I don't know why they're going to Scotland. So I asked them and they're like, well, they always knew that they came from like dad's family came from Europe and they didn't know where, but they wanted they wanted a castle in it. So they were like just thinking of where that could be and what those castles look like. And they just settled on Scotland. And for me, that made an immediate connection because my sister lives in Scotland. I grew up actually in Wales, but in Wales where I grew up, there's castles everywhere. Like there's <laughs> an amazing castle at Conway just five miles away. So I felt pretty comfortable coming from the UK that that's where it was going to be set. So your sister's from Scotland. So did you ask her for some advice on some, some specific details, visual details or story details? Yeah, <laughs> I actually drew her and her family into the into the movie. They're, they're extras in a few of the scenes. But um, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I visited Scotland a bunch of times and uh, we visited castles up there. And it's it's something to translate into the world of the Loud House. And that was a cool thing to be able to do, taking the, the Loud family have never really left Royal Woods, you know, and that has this great aesthetic. But then I wanted to really grow the world and give them something new and also make it more dimensional. So when we were looking at the how to how to make the movie feel similar but different to the show, what I deliberately wanted to do is make the first act feel familiar. So it was set in the house. It was in the world of, of Royal Woods. But when the characters, when they all get to Scotland, there's a big camera move and it kind of reveals the town and everything. And I just wanted it to feel like they were moving into a new world where, the, where you know, things are just a little bit more realistic, a little bit less comic book. And yeah, that was that was a bit of a challenge, but it, it, I hope it paid off. Oh, it did. It did. You can you can tell that we have that familiarity, but also we're going somewhere different. They're experiencing everything. So are we at the same time. And how will they react to everything? And I think a way you make it more dimensional is the character of Angus, uh, voiced by David Tennant. What value do you, do you see in this character and did you see in this character early on in the process of making this? Well, all of our new voices in this movie are all Scottish actors. We wanted to set it up, I don't want to give too much away, but there's two major new characters, Morag and Angus, and they both, they're Scottish and they, they are the groundskeeper and, and uh, caretaker of the castle, uh, Castle Loud. Angus is a really kind, warming, inviting person. He's, he's always helping out the town, but he's, he's kind of powerless. Um, but he's the first person that they, the lads really meet in Scotland. And he introduces them really to that new world and explains that this, this is their town. It was such, a, such fun working with David Tennant as well. And all of the actors at some point, we recorded probably in their apartments and often in a closet or in a duvet fort at the end of their bed. So they were making their own little sound recording booth. And yeah, <laughs> we just see them in so, such different circumstances than might, you might normally. Right. Oh, yeah. The Loud House actors making loud noises inside of a closet. That's <laughs> that seemed, that seemed to be a lot, of, a lot of screaming in the movie. And uh, you sometimes worry like they're maybe in an apartment somewhere and the neighbors are going to wonder what on earth is going on here. <laughs> and, and then they say, don't worry, on August 20th on Netflix, you will find out <laughs> what all of that was all about. Yeah. Yeah, why we had to do all that. Dave Needham is my guest right now on the LCJ Q&A podcast, The Loud House Movie. It's this Friday, August 20th on Netflix. In the movie, there's a big theme of Lincoln taking care of everyone, helping out everyone, everybody in the family getting everywhere and just how they're all feeling at certain points. You are also, Dave, overseeing and helping out a lot of people now that you're the director, uh, a director now with this. So what surprised you the most about this responsibility of overseeing a lot of people? 
I don't know what surprised me most. Um, I'd say, I don't know if it was surprising necessarily, but it's just bringing everyone together. I love working in animation mostly because it's a collaborative art form and I just want to hear what everyone thinks, good, bad, or confusing or, or anything like that. And so I always want to give everyone on the team a voice uh, and, and try and make sure I've always got time for everyone. We're making this together and I try and be mindful of that all, all the time. That's most important to me. And as for, for Lincoln, his role in the family, he's kind of the same. He's like the glue that keeps them all together, at least certainly in this film. And, you know, we wanted to go back to making it Lincoln's story. I think as the, as the Loud House has progressed in later seasons, there's been slightly fewer Lincoln stories and the stories tend to focus on you know, an individual sister uh, most of the time. So I think we really wanted to get back to the original sort of thing of it being Lincoln's story. Uh, and so we, that's what we set out to do with this movie. Now, Michelle Lewis and Doug Rockwell, uh, they were here on the podcast in 2018 talking about a music-themed episode of The Loud House. You mentioned that this is a musical. There are a lot of songs. They're incorporated with a, a few of them. They're mm -hmm. incredibly talented, aren't they? They're they're amazing. and And... You've probably seen then the opening sequence of the movie. That's that's Doug and Michelle. And they're kind of speaking for mom and dad in that sequence. But they did such an amazing job. We do have other songwriters in the movie, but it was really important to start out making it uh, in the same sort of tone as the series. So it's the same singers and, and the same vibe as the Loud House song. There's even, in the movie, uh, a little a little <laughs> twist on the theme song. And I don't want to give that away. Was there any hesitation, though, from the people at Nickelodeon on, ooh, do we really want to twist up the theme song, or were they all for it completely? You know, I think that was one of the first sequences we had properly finished. We got some demos, and we, we boarded to that song pretty early. And when we shared it with uh, Ramsey, the head of animation here, Mm. She was like, that's your trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and she loved it. She was just like, this is the way to go with it. And we, we, that's one of my favorite sequences. Pretty frenetic. There's a lot of stuff happens. Some right. shots are just, you know, barely a second long. But uh, it was great at that sort of midpoint of the story just to kind of chart how far they've come. Right, right. And now you mentioned crowd scenes because mm -hmm. you've, you've got some inspiration there in those crowd scenes. In some of those, there yeah. are dozens and dozens and dozens of characters. What is the difficulty level of putting something like that together? It's always going to be pretty difficult, but with working in lockdown with the overseas studio, everyone's working at their own houses. So normally you might give the same shot. If it's the same set camera setup three times, you probably give it to the same animator. Mm. That wasn't necessarily happening. So you'd see people in the background moving places and stuff like that. So that was a a real challenge to make sure that that didn't happen too much and you keep it all consistent. Yeah, it's it's a trick. It's a real trick keeping all that stuff together. But we had a great team here and I had a lot of help from everyone's just being so diligent, uh, making sure that there's no little mistakes made. And that's all you can do. It's just, it just takes time. Another huge theme of the Loud House movie has to do with ancestry, why they go to Scotland. Have you ever wanted to explore your own ancestry? Oh, yeah. I think it's it's fascinating for everyone to know where they come from and see what their history is. Uh, and <clears throat> for the Louds, especially, you know, the very first teaser image was 
seeing the family and, and no one knew if it was our louds dressed up or if it was actually their ancestors and it's right <laughs> it's cool now it's starting to come out that's that was their ancestors that that was them 400 years ago and we had real fun playing with it yeah uh, i i remember when my grandparents were alive we looked into some ancestry murphy ireland a lot of yeah. family members have gone kissed the blarney stone and, and done all of that so yeah we've we we dug into that a little bit but i'd like to i'd like to get into it a little bit more you see these TV shows that go into the ancestry and you think, oh, my gosh, the, the, yeah. the details they can find are unbelievable. That's right. Yeah. Especially now with um, sort of DNA testing and stuff like that. There's there's a lot you can find out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So this this Loud House community is huge. Uh, every time I post about Loud House or Casa Grandes, because mm-hmm. uh, I interviewed some people for that as well. The reaction is huge. There's yeah. so many Twitter accounts. Of it. How have you experienced the reaction of the fan communities as you've been making the Loud House movie? Mostly, as I was making it, mostly through Kevin Sullivan, the writer, because he was on Twitter and he's, he's always telling me about what the fans say about different episodes and things. And after what he said, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to listen for now. I'm just going to concentrate on making the movie the way I want to make it. And mm. now that it's starting to come out in the world, it's amazing, like how big that community is. The video of, of the first sequence was posted uh, just over a week ago on YouTube. And I got a text from some of the guys at the studio to say, hey, do you know it's passing a million views on Saturday? I checked today and it's passed 2.5 million views already. So it's it's a huge, huge fan base. And I'm, I'm hoping that some of those views are people rewatching it because there's so many Easter eggs in that opening sequence of seeing the kids little and stuff. Um, yeah. But I didn't want to get overwhelmed by it. That's why I, I kind of uh, just kept my head down and just kept making, making the movie. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can get some opinions and influence from other people, but at the same time, it's your vision. You want to get across certain things with this story and these characters and then have the fandom come in and be pleased with what you've done. You want yeah, that. And I'm, that I'm just so, so glad at the moment that the reaction is so positive to everything because from through Kevin, I know that every little detail is checked. So we, we went back and we talked to the series about absolutely everything. Every detail is, is poured over by a bunch of different people. So I'm just really glad that the reaction so far has been so positive. Was that different than, let's see, some of your other movies? You, you worked on Penguins of Madagascar and there was a, a TV show component to that as well as a franchise before yeah. then. But this is a different case where you've got a pre-existing TV show and you're working with other people to check on everything. Could you feel the real difference in that as a key element as opposed to the, the movies you worked on previously? Yeah, it's very specific. This is, uh, you know, Nickelodeon's a different studio and every studio has its own flavor. But the, the series were really, really nice to us. They were uh, very generous, letting us like expand their world the way that they did. Mm. And we wanted to be respectful of the world that they'd already built. I can honestly say I've, I've never experienced a more collaborative group of people that just, just were happy. If we went too far, they'd probably say. And, you know, at one point, I think we had a third act where we were a bit like, wow, OK, that was mad action. But we need more comedy in there. This is Loud House. This is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> we kept ourselves in check by measuring, you know, with them where, where we should be at. You were able to pivot, as so many of us have had to do in the last year yeah. and a half, and make a successful third act. Yeah. Well, the third act is, you know, huge credit to the story team, Claire Morrissey and her, her story team. I gave them sort of a list of, here's all the things that we need to have happen in the third act. Mm. And then... 
just go in a room for three days and talk about it. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to, we're going to figure it out. And they, they did time and again, they did it for the first screening. We had an awesome first screening. Um, but one of the things that did need to change, some of the things didn't quite line up in the third act. So I challenged them to do it again and, and they nailed it. It's, it's, it feels really satisfying. I, I hope it is satisfying for everyone. But the, the, everything builds through this movie. Like I said, you start in the world of uh, Royal Woods and it's kind of like similar to the series and it's all set up. But where we get to by the end, you almost have to pinch yourself and go, this is Loud House. <laughs> this is, um, yeah, this is yeah. next level Loud House, taking it to new levels, new emotional levels, new comedic levels and action levels. Would you want to continue on in this Loud House universe, even in terms of the television series or another feature or or how would you want to be involved in the future of the loud house i've become a huge fan of the loud house in making this and i i i love all the people that make the show and i'd hope to always be able to be involved in some way it's an interesting time for me my first movie is just about to come out so yeah. I, i'm really like keen at the moment just to be meeting you and and talking about the movie and promoting it on social media and starting to be able to share some of the artwork and some of the clips and things like that. Oh yeah. That, well, thank you. Yeah. This is, this is going to be, this is going to be huge. The Loud House fandom is going to absolutely fall in love with this. The Loud House fans who are all listening to this episode of the podcast right now, trust me, you are not going to be disappointed in the Loud House movie. It is on Netflix this Friday, August 20th. Dave Needham, thank you for your time today. This was a great conversation learning about all things with the Loud House movie and uh, congratulations on this. Thank you so much, Jackson. And um, first interview, this is, this is uh, a landmark for me. <laughs> yes, how do you feel uh, now that you got through the first one? You feel, you feel good? You feel happy? <laughs> yeah, I feel totally happy. It's, it's, it's great to be talking about all of this stuff and yeah. having it come out into the world. I can't wait to, to see what everyone thinks of it on August 20th. Early signs are really good. I'm so pleased that the trailers are playing well and the clips good. are playing well. And uh, yeah, people are excited and I can't wait to share it with them. Thank you, Dave, for being on the LCJ Q&A podcast. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LCJ Reviews and Instagram at Lights Cam Jackson. Thank you for listening to this LCJ Q&A.